You asked, we answered. Many of you have asked that each show on the Man of God Network be transitioned to its own RSS feed on iTunes or the podcast app that you use. We've heard your request. Each show on the Man of God Network is now available on its own unique RSS feed. This makes it easier to search for previous episodes, yet all of our shows are still connected on one channel. You can find this by searching the Man of God by CBT Seminary channel on iTunes. If you've enjoyed our content, please consider subscribing to each show on the Man of God Network channel as we move content over. And thanks for listening to the Man of God Network brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. Welcome to another episode of the Pastor's Inbox on the Man of God Network brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. The title of this episode is Keeping Your Heart in Ministry. Our last episode was titled Keeping the Hearts of the People in Ministry, so we hope that this will be a uh, good follow-up conversation to our last one. If you missed the last one, we encourage you to check it out. But again, our conversation title for this episode is Keeping Your Heart in Ministry, and Pastor Joe Wilson and Pastor Lee McKinnon will uh, help us answer how we can do that. So I'll just answer or ask you this first question and uh, get out of the way for your answer, Pastor Joe. Brother, how do you keep your own heart in the work of ministry? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind, uh, you keep your own heart in the work of ministry by keeping your own heart. Proverbs 4.23, uh, everyone knows, watch over your heart with all diligence, which needs to be done, whether you're in ministry or whether you're not in ministry. But if you're in ministry, certainly it applies. Watch over your heart with all diligence for from it flow the springs of life. And Paul told young Timothy, pay close attention to yourself, your own heart, keeping your own heart. One of the great dangers, I believe, uh, brother Austin and Lee, uh, one of the great dangers for a minister is to uh, be watching out after his own people while neglecting his own heart and soul. And that danger, I think, cannot be stressed too strongly, uh, nor the remedy, because the ministry is not a place for half-hearted, uh, double-minded uh, uh, people. Uh, uh, what business do we have in ministry if we're half-hearted about it? Uh, we're trying to bring other people closer to God while we're maintaining a distance from him ourselves. So I would say, uh, first, make sure you're not a professional minister. Hmm. Make sure that you're a wholehearted man of God uh, who, like Enoch, you you walk with God closely uh, every day yourselves. Because we can't really expect uh, or help our people to be <clears throat> have their hearts in the uh, work of the church, the worship of God, unless we're wholehearted uh, ourselves. So I would say first, keep your own heart much in the word of God and much uh, tender before the word of God. Uh, be ready, be moved by the word of God, because uh, the word that we're going to be bringing to others uh, must first work in our own hearts. So uh, and there again, uh, ministers, Please, please avoid uh, putting your head into study and preparation while not 
putting your heart um, before the Lord. Uh, we need to be met. We need to be drawing near to God. We need to be having seasons of communion with God. We need to be walking with God uh, every day. We need to let the word of God transform us. We need to have our affections set on things above where Christ sits at the right hand. We need, according to uh, Philippians, to be those things that are pure and lovely and of good report. We need to be thinking on those things because if our hearts are not uh, devoted as just personal children of God, then we're not going to be wholehearted in our ministry. So the way to keep your heart in ministry is to keep your heart uh, before the Lord. And I'm not speaking here as someone who has arrived. I confess my own shortcomings in the matter, but I do have a desire to arrive. I have a desire to grow. I long to be more wholehearted first in my own walk with God so that then I may be so uh, in the ministry. Hmm. Lee, what thoughts do you have on that? Well, my, my first thought is the very question presupposes that this uh, may not be automatic, uh, keeping our hearts in, in the work of the ministry. Uh, in fact, it, it might prove difficult or at least challenging. You know, sometimes you just get tired, you grow weary. I say that as one with plenty of miles on the odometer that, uh, you know, you don't have the energy of, of youth or maybe it's difficulties that are faced, discouragements that, that come, uh, discontentment uh, or self-doubt. What am I doing here? Do I have any business being a, a pastor? Well, obviously, all such things as these can rob the heart. Now, I, I want to underscore, put it in bold print, you know, that these things can also cause a pity party. And that's very contrary with keeping your heart in ministry. You know, the guy that's, you know, the Eeyore, woe is me, and, and look how bad I have it, and so forth. And we must abominate that. That's particularly repugnant. We serve the Lord Christ. Mm. This great privilege has been given us and no matter the difficulties, well, his grace is sufficient. And therefore, any kind of pity party, stop that. But guarding against things like discouragement and so forth that would rob the heart, or another side to it, is distractions uh, that can rob the heart from the ministry. Maybe things that are legitimate in themselves, but, well, they take up too much of our time, or they get our interest and, and hold our hearts. And maybe it's a golf game or other hobbies or, or whatever the case might be we have to watch against those things that can take the heart. Joe, you've already referred to uh, Proverbs uh, 4.23 about keeping a heart with all diligence. Well, that would mean on the negative side, watching against things that can rob the heart, but surely there's also uh, the positive, that is to keep the heart rightly engaged, or maybe to put it another way, uh, to make sure that we're thinking right about the work of the ministry. For instance, let's say a guy, he's losing heart because of self-doubt. I have no business. What am I doing? I Well, you need to remind yourself. You didn't put yourself there in the ministry. Uh, it was the church that recognized and called mm -hmm. you. And behind that, it's yeah. God himself who called you and put you there in his grace and providence. So leave off your self-doubt and get on doing your responsibilities, because that's what we ultimately have to say. You know, I, I have responsibilities that are given me by God. 
and therefore I'm to be wholehearted about doing them. You remember how Peter says to elders in 1 Peter 5 about not serving by compulsion, but but willingly, and it's not just barely, well, okay, if I have this. No, there, there's a, a zeal about it, and to aid that, you remember how Peter holds out the wonderful prospects of the future of, of uh, uh, when Christ comes and sharing in his glory and the like. Well, we're to labor now with a view to the end. Fair enough. Difficulties and things that would discourage or rob the heart. Well, but wait, do not grow weary well doing in due season we reap. If we do not faint, uh, 1 Corinthians 15, uh, 58, about steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, uh, uh, your labor's not in vain. Uh, our hearts should also be encouraged in the ministry as we reflect on the privileges that our that are ours, as I've already intimated, you know, that it is an honor to serve Christ and that we're handling glorious truths. You know, we've uh, brethren sitting under our ministry that what they would give to be able to spend their time and, and energies in studying the word and serving mm -hmm. Christ uh, the way that uh, is our privilege to do, that we've been entrusted with a, a high stewardship. Uh, well, uh, these things should be in our thinking, and all of these things should drive us to Christ. Gratitude for the privilege, but also the needs that we have, the difficulties we face, uh, keep us drawing close to him and keeping up that living union with Christ, uh, love for him, desiring his honor. And obviously, these are things that should mark every Christian, and they should especially mark pastors, since we are to be examples to the flock. Now, one other matter that comes to my mind that can cause problems or kind of at least dull the heart uh, is that which we address next, the idea of a sameness in ministry. And so uh, that segues into your next question, Austin. I'm throwing it back to you. Yeah, thank you. Um, the question that uh, Pastor Lee helpfully helped us to get to, um, I'll flip it back to Pastor Joe. How can you avoid falling into a rut or <clears throat> a routine, uh, especially as pertaining to keeping your heart in ministry? Well, besides what uh, I talked about uh, on the earlier question of keeping your own heart uh, in close communion with God, uh, one thing you can do is uh, to avoid falling into a routine or a rut, take a day off. That uh, that doesn't sound very spiritual, does it? Uh, souls are perishing and and the sheep are floundering. And here you're talking about a day off. But I remember reading somewhere in Spurgeon's lectures to my students you know, where he says uh, our Sabbaths are our days of great toil. And if we don't find some time during the week for another day off or at least some time off, I'm not saying that we're not pastors 24 seven. We are. But we've got to, as Spurgeon says, we'll break down if we don't have some time off. And if you don't want to take Spurgeon's word for it, how about the words of our Lord Jesus Christ? It says there were many people with him and his disciples. There were many people coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. This is Mark 631. Jesus said to them, come away by yourselves to a secluded place and rest a while. Well, there's my authority for saying, take some time off. Um, 
And of course, that doesn't contradict the urgency of the ministry. We know souls are perishing, but we're not going to do people any good if we wear out or if we burn out or if we just become professional preachers and fall into that routine or that uh, rut. Hmm. Um, now, certainly there is a time when we cannot rest and we dare not rest. Uh, as our Lord said to the disciples in Gethsemane, what are you are you sleeping at a time like this? But there is time needed to recharge your batteries. And in the long run, we will find that we have not wasted time, but rather we've redeemed the time and are ready for further true service. So I think that's one way to avoid falling into a rut. Uh, a day off or as much time as is possible can be a good thing to keep the minister from falling into a rut or from even burning out. Uh, as many men do in the ministry. Uh, I, I, I think a non-sinful and non-addictive, and that's an important word, hobby can be a good thing. A lot of ministers play a round of golf. Yeah, good. go out on Monday morning after a, a wonderful but a tiring uh, Sabbath day. Go out and rela relax with some other, other pastors or whoever on the golf course or, or tennis or whatever it may be again, as long as it doesn't become an addiction in our lives. Uh, you know, they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. Sometimes that may not be true, but sometimes it might be. And I would just say for myself, I often find that after I do take some time off from the study or pastoral duties, you know what I find out? I find myself longing to get back in harness and longing to get back to it. Um, so to avoid letting the ministry become a routine, it's vital that we keep before our minds always the uh, importance of the gospel ministry also. Hmm. Um, read, a, read a good uh, good book like Spurgeon's Lectures to My Students or D. Martin Lloyd-Jones or Pastor Al Martin's. Uh, uh, many, there are many good books out there on... Uh, pastoral duties and how to avoid things like this. Lee, what are your thoughts on that question? Well, I would like to go back to the way the question was asked. Uh, I, I think Austin, you said uh, avoid falling into a rut or a routine. And to my mind, at least, there's a big difference between a routine and a rut. Uh, a, a routine can be, or for me at least, it is a good thing. You know, you've got some guys who are just very regulated and, and disciplined, and, and they function well, or better at least, in a routine, so they're not flying by the seat of their pants and always feeling uh, kind of harried, whereas a, a rut, well, I've heard a rut likened to a, a grave with the top and the bottom kicked out of it. Right. So in other words, you're just stuck there. You're not moving and uh, uh, perhaps doing the same thing week by week, uh, mindlessly or rather heartlessly. Uh, and well, that answers the question as to how to avoid it. Don't be mindless or heartless. Mm -hmm. uh, don't just go through the motions. Yeah. You know, you're preaching week in and, and week out with little joy, a uh, little awe, a uh, little sense mm -hmm. of reality. Well, yeah, that's a run. Uh, keep the heart engaged, uh, not only in the work, but with the Lord himself, recognizing what we're about, 
living with him, recognizing him, and therefore expecting his blessing. And who knows what he may do. And and Joe, brother, you you've hit it well. I had that in my notes of you know a, a break, uh, a variation in the routine can very can prove very helpful. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe it's time off. Maybe it's a more of an extended vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a pulpit swamp, just being in a different church for the Lord's Day, or uh, going to conferences, uh, having fellowship uh, with, with brethren. I'm not a, a golfer, but uh, I'm an old hippie, so I know what it is to sling a frisbee, and, and that could be a good break and get a little bit of physical exercise, especially if you're playing with frisbee with a person who's not particularly good in their aim. Uh, but yeah, just so long as as you know, we are recreating and the idea of recreation is recreate it's the idea of, of invigorating so as to get back to the work um, you know sometimes a routine can seem very unexciting you know there's this sameness about it and therefore yeah there is the danger of falling into a, a rut I suppose mm-hmm. but I think it's important to recognize that this sameness is actually these are days of peace. You know, not much happening here. There's not chaos, not disturbances. Well, don't despise days of peace. Yeah. Uh, rather, see they're a blessing and then buy up those times mm-hmm. uh, to be good and to grow and keeping the heart uh, in the work and, and with the Lord. So I would say as far as how to avoid, well, that would be my thoughts. Some excellent thoughts here. We hope that this conversation uh, has been useful as we consider how to keep our own hearts in the work of ministry. If you have any questions related to anything we've discussed today, I encourage you to submit your questions to pastorsinbox at cbtseminary.org. Um, if there's anything that you would like our pastors to answer, hopefully we can take it up in a future episode. But until next time, we want to wish you grace and peace, and thank you for listening. God bless you.